Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Triangle offense is back in the building, you know what I'm saying? On that super smooth, you know, Nas-esque, you know, um, I don't bother, man. We back in the building, man. You already know who the crew is. <laughs> you already know who the crew is, man. It's your boy, Young Frost, a.k.a. Morvius Roy. I can't do it without my squad. You know who they be. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Jules Winfield with the Jerry Carroll Juice, nigga. What's good? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? <laughs> That's fucking popping, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our super producer, Q, man. Logistics extraordinaire. Yes, you know what sir. I'm saying? The triangle offense, real shit, man. Triangle offense is not complete without the man scientist, man. You know, I just don't know what this can't be doing, man. Keeping us in order, man, with the production. So, big shout out to the homie. Yes, sir. But nonetheless, man, as much as we uh, <laughs> would love to drop a big segment, Paul's talking about Dipset and versus Locks and the uh, that the, that epic debacle. Um, this is a basketball podcast. You already know what time it is, man. We are in the uh, summer months, man, of a very short and off season. Where uh, you know, in most cases, we probably wouldn't have a lot of clear content to talk about, but there's just more drama and more drama to discuss <laughs> with to, with today's current events. Facts. So, sir, we're gonna get right into it, man. Um, obviously, we got Team USA, man, with a um. What a hell of a performance, man. When it came down to single elimination, man, they got their revenge against France, took home the gold. Um, impressive, impressive way to close the tournament, man. I, I honestly did not expect them to be able to turn it on and figure it out. Gats made the proper adjustments to win, but this just goes to show, man, the USA shouldn't be losing in basketball, period, man. And that's what I was saying all along, bro. Like, I was ignorant to the whole world. <laughs> advancements in basketball like mm-hmm. come on bro you can't fuck with the usa bro come on man like yeah. it's it just don't even make sense i can't fit into my brain pause that's <laughs> no, the man. pause ah yeah well yeah i guess we i guess we'll call it a pause <laughs> but you know but i mean like you said man i mean it's the usa at the end of the day man still some of the most talented athletes in the world man for us it's always just whether the chemistry is going to flow or not and at the end of the day, man, Kevin Durant's on the team. If Kevin Durant is healthy, you know, and balling, hey, get that man a rocket, let him do his fucking thing, and get the fork out the way. You know what I'm saying? Up. Like, you know, just find a way to keep that cat involved, and somebody's going to stop him, bro. Like, I know the international teams have gotten much better. Uh, shout out to France. I mean, you know, they did their thing. They definitely, you know, really kind of punched USA in the mouth off rip. And, uh, you know, before the single elimination started and um, kind of woke them up, man. Like, hey, this ain't going to be no cakewalk, you know. Um, you got to come ready to play because these are guys that, you know, have NBA talent on the roster. Now, I don't still don't feel that the Evan Fournier's of the world should be out there dropping 30-plus on you. But, hey, you know, I understand playing with his home team, you know, home country team. And, you know, something about playing with, your, you know, with your, your crew from your home country, man, it just makes you step your game up, I guess. And representing your country. That's probably what it was, man. No Just doubt. putting on, bro. For sure. So I'm not shocked at that. And then, too, you mm-hmm. know he's he's capable of a good game. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There might be few and far between, but he's oh, capable. I know. Oh, I know. From all <laughs> the years that we wasted on him in Orlando. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, man. Click, clack, just- pal. <laughs> yeah, man. I was just saying, man, I wasn't going to jump out the window on those early losses 
They definitely redeemed themselves, got mm-hmm. the gold, bro, represented. Mm-hmm. And shit's fired, bro. And remember, early mm-hmm. on, a lot of those players were still in the finals and playing in the in the playoffs and Agreed. all that shit. No, got no. a full team and ran the board, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, big shout out to Chris Middleton, Devin Booker, and uh, Drew Holiday, man. I mean, for them to come out and make those big contributions, you know, coming fresh off of a deep finals round pause, you know, that that definitely carried much later to the summer than what we're typically used to. I mean, who the hell would have thought we started NBA basketball going in July, bro? Like, that's unheard of. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Usually we talk in, like, the first couple of weeks in June, like, right after school let out, and then, you know, we're getting ready for the draft and then free agency come time in July, man, but... The madness, man. But now, shout out to Team USA, man. They uh, overcame the adversity, limited time to build that chemistry, and they got it done, man. Big shout out to this team, man, for making the proper sacrifices when the pressure was on, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, on to more dramatic and pressing matters, man, because apparently, uh, obviously, we got a lot of free agent signings as to went down, drafts over with, man, and we got uh, some drama. But before we get into the dramatics, um, we want to talk about the interesting situation that's developed with the Toronto Raptors. I mean, obviously, no more. Um, basically, they they pretty much are stripping. They're stripping the car down at this point, man. Like yeah, Kyle Lowry's gone. You know, all their stars are pretty much gone, man. They're going young and rebuilding. Masai um, Ujiri just got his uh, contract extension and I guess a massive promotion. You know, he's basically doing everything short of cutting the checks for the team now. You know, as vice president and uh, of basketball operations, but um. As we kind of figured, man, when Toronto decided to um, make that very interesting move to draft uh, Scotty Barnes out of Florida State, that kind of spelled the end for uh, Pascal Siakam. And apparently your boy's on the block, man. Your your favorite player is on the block, bro. Oh, man. (laughs) This is opposite day, I guess. <laughs> I never believed, bro. Oh, come I never believed. I I'm not bro. trying to kill him or nothing. He probably can still become the player that everybody wants him to be. But um, mm-hmm. I never like was like, let me check for Siakam. That's not that wasn't ever me. You you were rocking with Spicy P? Nah, bro. <laughs> I didn't even know that was his nickname. Yeah, that I'm fine. You know how cats are coming up with stuff, man. Like, we, we learned so much after a championship is won, you know, that we didn't know before. You know what I mean? I'm more of a fan of Van Vliet. Freddie V, man. Beast. I always got respect for a cat, man. That last pick in the draft, man, made the literally last man to get stay on the squad his uh, rookie season and wound up making a career and becoming, a, you know, a, a, I guess an international legend, man, you know, playing for Toronto. So, for real. But, um, but now Siakam's on the block, man, and um, apparently you got a couple of teams. You're the usual suspects, I would say. Though you know, anytime somebody's on the block, you already know the Golden State Warriors will be attached to it. You know, they always got their ears to the ground and you know seeing what's up. But also, you got the Kings and the Clippers. Um, what's your thoughts if he possibly lands with the Warriors, man? Do you think he could possibly recapture form, or is he is who we thought he was? Um. Possibly that would be his best situation because again, mm-hmm. with a lot of other players that have been mentioned with mm-hmm. the Warriors, you don't you don't have to be all that extra shit that you had to be at the last place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like sure. shooting, you if you're if shooting's not your strong suit, defense is and getting to the rim, getting rebound shit. Like mm-hmm. bro, that's what they need. So mm-hmm. I can see him flourishing there. 
mm-hmm. way more than the Kings and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Because, bro, just picture the Clippers. It's Kawhi moving. It's Kawhi moving. Nope. So then you got three small forwards. Basically, yeah. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> bro. You do got three guys that basically fit the same mold as far as like size. And, you know, he's not, I mean, I know he's a technically a power forward, but he's really built like yeah, a small forward. For real. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, it'd be interesting to see, but. I'm about like you. I just I don't like that fit. I definitely like the Golden State fit, even with or without Draymond still being in the front court. I don't know like what it would take to get that done. Um, but I mean, I, I think if they you know sent the package, you know, along the lines of Andrew Wiggins and um, you know maybe like a draft pick or something like that, you still keep Wiseman. I think that's enough to post Siakam from uh from there. And then I mean, I think that would be a good move for Wiggins because now he goes back to his home country at this point, and you know he's yeah. in a situation where there's no pressure. You know, but um, it'd be interesting to see how he will fit with the Warriors. But like you said, won't have to come in and carry the load or, you know, have to worry about being the number one guy or anything like that. Just kind of go out and play his game. For real, bro. Mm-hmm. But now, shout out to Pascal Siakam, man. I mean, I sincerely hope he can regain his form, man. Um, but, I mean, I think, I think, he, I think at least in my opinion, I'm not going to say he was as good as he was being hyped up to be coming off the championship. But at the same time, I don't think that the – recent numbers is a real reflection of like the caliber of player he is i think that's just a product of you know the system changing things you know the roster changing the east catching up and you know just um sophomore slump i guess man and the team falling apart you could tell mm-hmm, Lowry sure. was out of the door they mm-hmm. gave uh fred that big contract like which didn't make sense i'm like how are you gonna pick ash him out and still keep Lowry, bro that don't make yeah, sense yeah, like it was a lot of weird shit going on up there for sure for sure so now hopefully man siakam finds a good decent landing spot man and gives a chance to get his career back on track man and all the regression talk stops man because i'm like nah i'm like come on man how you how, how you go from a most improved player to regression i mean like, is it really that or is it something else you know team personnel wise so for real Sir, and uh, other news, man. Um, and this, and this is just every time I think about this, man, I'm kind of just like, wow, man, this is the definition of taking a L. I'm talking playing Russian roulette with six and a revolver and just pulling your damn brains out. Pause, man. But unfortunately, um, uh, the Dennis Schroeder saga is officially over in Los Angeles. He is now a Boston Celtic, and um. Looking to be back in a Marcus Smart as the backup point guard and on a one-year $5.9 million mid-level exception deal. And it's, uh I'm gonna go ahead and let you go. I'm gonna go ahead and let you get your piece out of the way, bro. I'm gonna go ahead and let bad, you bro. Not, go ahead, bro. It's all you. It's I all just you. got a few takes <laughs> and I don't know which one to go with first. Hey, come on, so, let's just give, give them the good news first, man. And then and then and then say what you say what's really so, on your mind. Like did he keep his agent because, like, you know what I mean? We've been arguing about that at work, bro. Like, who's who gets the majority of the blame? Like, damn, who advised him? That's a damn good question. Matter of fact, that's probably the 15th wonder of the world right now, bro, because if that guy is an agent... He need, he needs to be like he seriously needs to find another damn field, bro. Because I don't think you, you're gonna find somebody. You know, you're gonna be able to get clients to sign with you after that big of a debacle, bro. Like, bro. <sighs> Second, you mm-hmm. know, to you know, lower level niggas like me, man. Mm-hmm. Five point nine. I know it hurts. Eighty four million. 
to 5.9. He's still up, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't feed my kids off $7 million a year, B. <laughs> you, better, you better budget. <laughs> okay, bro. Unless your name's Isaiah Thomas or Demarcus Cousins, I ain't hear nobody have to take a damn pay cut in the NBA, bro. Like, hey, y'all, you better make it work, man, because them dudes got them dudes got screwed, bro. Like, For real. Oh man, and, and even then, with Isaiah, like, kind of going back to what Isaiah Thomas, your boys just fresh off of dropping eighty-one in the pro-am league, and Boston Fire. clearly. Clearly needed a backup point guard, and y'all signed Dennis Schroeder after this fool just dropped the goose egg at the playoffs. Dog, it's man, insane. man, it's insane. But um, he has a lot in common with the last uh person we have on the list to talk about. Boom. I really don't have any faith, bro, in these players. <laughs> oh shit, I don't, bro. <laughs> like I don't expect anything from them. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. looking at the Celtics, you know what to expect from Marcus mm-hmm. Smart, Jalen. You know what I mean? Jason well, Tatum, Jalen Brown. Yeah, I will say this, though. I mean, I, I personally, me personally, I've always felt that Marcus Smart, he's always been a point guard at every, you know, like up until when he got to the league, they kind of forced him off the ball because of the point guard situation that they had before. Obviously, with Isaiah Thomas being there originally, then them landing Kyrie and landing Kemba and Terry Rozier and all these other guys that they've had through the years. Um, I always felt that he's played out of position. I know he can play the two guard, but he's really an undersized two guard at the same time. You know, defensive beast, you know, and definitely a pest. But um, I just felt that I would would have liked to have seen him at the point guard, which now, you know, different coaches in the building. Brad Stevens is up in the front office. I'm curious to see how that works and how that dynamic changes with him starting now. So, um, but... I'm about like you, man. I mean, I think we've seen unless Taylor Tatum and Brown take that take them the, that leap, you know. I'm like, bro, I've been here potential now for the past like three or four seasons. It's time to either you're a superstar or you are who we thought you were, which is you know a you know a solid star level player that just ain't ready for prime time. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, I'm not. I'm not there yet, man. Oh. <laughs> them them boys sick, bro. They're beasts, but it's time to show and prove, man. You know, you can't blame it on Kimball Walker no more. You, you got Al Horford coming back. You got your veteran big man coming back. You, you know, you got you got some size. Paul's back up front. Um, it's time to show and prove, man. It's time to put your money where your mouth is. But they just signed Dennis Schroeder, though. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, I'm going to say this. <laughs> Brad Stevens' first major move as a GM. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a ticking time bomb waiting to happen because he clearly, Schroeder has made it clear on the record for saying he's tired of playing that backup shit. <laughs> he was in OKC in Atlanta, bro. He says he's ready to start, man, so we're going to see. Man. 5.9, one-year prove deal, boy. For all anybody else out there, man, you have to know, as Alfred told Bruce Wayne, know your limits, lost away. And if somebody offer your ass some $84 million, man, like I understand that you you want to get what you worth and all, but they're not just doing that for the sake of like lowballing you, bro. Like they clearly have done their homework and felt that that's a fair deal based on their, their team situation. So, and then two, LeBron don't never let his teammates not get paid, bro. Exactly. So, like, come on, man. He mm-hmm. definitely dropped the ball with that shit. That's it, bro. Russian roulette with a fully loaded clip, bro. Six in a revolver, B. <laughs> Crazy. 
Ah, man. Hopefully, hopefully, man, he finds his way back. But if not, I cannot feel sorry for bad business decisions. Facts. You're making big money. You you are a professional basketball player. It's your responsibility to make sure you got the right people in your corner giving you the right advice. And even in some cases, man, sometimes you got to make executive decisions for yourself, man. Like $84 million ain't nothing to sneeze at. Real talk. So a lot I, better than 5.9. I'd, I'd love to make 21 million a year versus 5.9. And you know what I'm saying? I can do a lot yeah. more damage with 21 million a year. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Yeah. But um, shout out to the Lakers, man. But you know, they they let Shorter walk, and I, I gotta admit, they found a way to upgrade that roster very well over what they had previously. So For real. But um, huh, you know, we could always talk about the Lakers, but there's a much more pressing subject that uh, <laughs> boy, a bad situation has gone from bad to worse in Philly. <laughs> but obviously, man, uh, with the, the with the uh, early departure of the of the, of the healthy um, Philadelphia 76ers, man, um, obviously there's a lot of speculation, a lot of. Uh, smoke around surrounding Ben Simmons and his future with the Sixers, whether it could work with Joel Embiid. And um, I think it's safe to say at this point, Ben wants out. He has officially cut all communication with the Philadelphia front office, coaches and players, and he's putting the, everything in Rich Paul's hands. And he says, I am strictly open to a trade to the Golden State Warriors. So, yikes. I mean, but on the flip side, there are questions on the Warriors in like can our team, can they can they, can they deal with two non-shooting forwards and slash guards with him and Draymond and the Splash Brothers? Can they make that work? Man. Where do we start, bro? <laughs> I want to start at that last point because I'm just mm-hmm. going to be reiterating what I said before. Mm-hmm. As far as him and Draymond not being able to shoot, that won't be a problem as long as they mm-hmm. rebound and play defense like they're known to do. Because sure. how much more shooting do you need? Like, this is crazy. Facts. Facts. I mean, hell, the Splash Brothers can get their own damn shots, man. And bottom line, you just having to chase uh, Clay Thompson around a bunch of damn screens is exhausting in itself. And Steph can pull it from the damn parking lot, you know, and still get his Facts. own shot off. As long as Steph man. doesn't get double teamed, man, I mean he's still he's still a walking threat and a mobile artillery unit in his own self. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So talks yeah. for MVP again last season, definitely mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. Oh, so like, was. come on, bro. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a problem. But um, I don't really like how he got all these demands when he played that trash in the playoffs. <sighs> Tell me about it, bro. Like, I mean, it's kind of back to the shorter thing. Like, bro, you laid a damn goose egg. Who how the hell? Are you in position to make demands and, you know, demand like higher market value when, you know, hey, I could go spend my money on Lonzo Ball, a guy that's clearly putting in the work and working to get better every damn season. I know that he's not going to give me a damn goose egg. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, you know, or, um, you know, or any of these guys, any of these point guards that got cashed out, man. Spencer Dinwiddie proved that he could carry a team to the playoffs, man, with, you know, with yep. younger talent or, you know, younger people around him and willing to be coached and, buy into the system and all that stuff, man. Like, I'd rather spend my money on that. These guys, man, they're committing big money to a guy that's going to pass up a wide-open damn dunk in the yeah. playoffs, man, with the fate of the world in the balance. You know what I'm saying? And then fucking release the same empty gym footage of him draining a couple threes. Like, bro, we've seen this a million times, bro. Nobody has faith in you. Like, bro, Shoot. none. What are you Shoot. talking about? 
I mean, like, Man. I'm... Oh, go ahead. Nah, you good, bro. And my whole thing is this. If you are not going to shoot the damn ball, if anything, take a lesson from Giannis. Giannis clearly realized, hey, man, if I'm going to win a championship, shooting threes ain't going to get it done. It's not. Yep. So guess what? If you're not going to shoot the threes, do or, you know, or even a case like they say, even a Russell Westbrook, if you're not going to shoot the damn ball, you better be aggressive and get to the damn line, get fouls called, and shoot the damn free throws. You can't refuse to just... I'm not shooting the threes. I'm not shooting middies. I'm not even going to finish at the damn rim to get fouls called, bro. Like, something's got to give. Facts. You know and what I mean? um, this whole talk about him to him for uh, Damian Lillard straight up is disrespect. <sighs> wow. That's disrespect to me. Yeah, total disrespect, bro, because <laughs> you want to talk about somebody that's been putting in the grind, bro, and they ain't afraid bro. of, you know, the spotlight, man. Like, uh, it don't at all. I mean, they don't, the grind doesn't get any tougher than how it does with Dame, Damian Lillard, man. And I, and I hate that they're still trying, like, it's like the media and everyone surrounding the situation is trying to force that. I mean, we all know that Dame wants to make it work and win in Portland. And the fact that they're trying to pawn another team's problems off on his situation that he's clearly not happy with. I think it's just whack, man. I don't, I'm about like you, man. I just don't find the merit and the respect in that, man. Like, come on, bro. Like his situation is tough as it is, man. Don't go trying to pawn this whole Ben Simmons. I mean, as much as I would like to see him, you know, paired up with a guy like Joel Embiid, I think that's that'd be a nasty duo. Yeah, but... that's disgusting. And <laughs> I mean, him in the East period. Man, whoo. Damn in the East will be a sight to see, man. You know, I think, I think his chances will be much higher. I'm getting to the finals, you know. Obviously, Brooklyn would be right there in the way, and so would, you know, the Bucks and the Heat potentially. But that's better than having to go through that damn West, man. Bro, the gauntlet, nigga. True of God. I mean, when you think about it, man, there's a strong probability, especially with them losing Melo and not really, like, you know, getting any other, like, high-end pieces in return for that, bro. Like, there's a chance that the Blazers may not make the postseason next year, bro. And that is fucking terrifying, bro. As a fan of Dame, yeah, like, man. bro, got to get him out of that situation. But at the same time, do not fleece these niggas, man. Do not <laughs> fleece them. Sheesh. I mean, when you think about it, bro, the Lakers are clearly going to be in the mix at the top. The Warriors will be back. The Nuggets will be back. Utah is going to be back. The Suns will definitely be in the mix. That's five teams. The Grizzlies could make a leap. I mean, they're slowly getting better and they're getting older and wiser, man. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I mean, Mavs. Matt, the Mavericks are going to be there. The Clippers are definitely going to be there. Like, you yeah. know, we're, we're looking at a Portland team that could easily be right there in the playing tournament and potentially miss the postseason. You know what I'm saying? Damn, man. That would suck. That would be trash, man. I mean, really, there's only a select few teams that are definitively below them. I mean, clearly, they'll be better than the Kings and the Timberwolves. And the Rockets, but other than that, bro, they're gonna be right. They could be right there in a the dogfight with the Pelicans and you know some other teams, man. Right there, you know the Thunder potentially. I mean, I know they're they're constantly building and you know loading up with draft picks and youth, and they just cashed out um, Gilgis Alexander, which I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that big of an extension. But damn, but hey, hey man. He might, you know what I mean? His upside might be crazy, bro. Upside might be crazy, man. I mean, he's not, he's clearly going to need some help if he's going to, you know, own, you know, live up to that kind of a contract. They clearly got to get him help, but I mean, it ain't like they ain't got the assets to get it done. For real. <laughs> whether it's draft pick, whether it's draft, you know, building through the draft or being able to swing trades for the proper veteran talent. So, I mean, 
Blazers ain't in a good situation, man, as far as as presently constructed. So something's got to give. But I know Dame will find a way, man, one way or another, man. He's just going to have to make a, a decision soon as to whether his future, his legacy is going to be Portland, man, or if he's going, you know, go get, go get his ring, man. You know, he doesn't owe them anything. He's giving them everything that he possibly has get, you know, could give a team. You know what I mean? So that's facts. Super facts. Yeah, so um but before we uh close out the episode, man, um I just want to highlight a couple things that, you know real fast before we get ready to uh you know wrap up and get ready for next week, man. Um a lot of things I'm not liking heading into this next season, bro. I mean, obviously we know about the whole injuries. We know the 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 schedule's being accelerated, but apparently the NBA's focused on several things heading into the next season. The one I'm not too sure if I'm on board with, man. They're getting ready to start enforcing non like non shooting fouls like being banned. Like, and I when I say that, we all know the late great mom, but Kobe Bryant, legendary for you know, you know, drawing contact on jump shots and stuff like that. They're getting ready to basically outban those kind of moves from being in the league, man. I want to get your take as to how you feel about that? Because obviously there's a lot of guys in the league that have benefited from making those kind of plays, you know, the James Hardens of the world and the Kyrie's of the world. Um, but what's your take on them, like, focusing on, like, taking that out of the game? I I like it, but I don't because you can't just do it in a whole sweeping, like, one motion and take that whole mm-hmm. shit out. You got to take out the ones where, and watch it in replay, Luca does this. He kind of jumps towards too, yeah. the context. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're jumping into the contact and they're going straight up, definitely take that shit out of there. But mm-hmm. the ones where you catch them with a handout and you just go up for the shot, they got to keep those type of fouls because mm-hmm. that's not outside of the rule book, bro. Yeah, the exactly. ones where they're – or even um Trey Young, the way he's mm-hmm. just – like gunning it down the court, he feels somebody on his hip. He mm-hmm. just comes to a complete stop and shoots and gets yeah. that foul. Like those type of things, you can change that, but don't fucking mm-hmm. change the shit that's actually a part of the game, bro. Yeah, I mean, bottom line, if you're going up for a jump shot, bro, and you're getting slapped across the forearms because a guy's reaching and you flat out catch, you kind of catch him with his hands in the cookie jar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like I, I mean, I, res- I mean, I, as much as I hated seeing guys get away with that, at the end of the day, that's still smart basketball. It is. You know what I mean? So it's like it's really like just kind of using the defense is tendencies against itself. So that's my whole thing. I'm just kind of like, really, man, y'all, y'all focus on trying to take that out the game. We got bigger fish to fry here, man, than Real something tough. petty like that. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, yeah, man, I just wanted to, I just wanted to hit on that subject real fast, man, and um, and then see where your thoughts were, man. But uh, nonetheless. We got a. Uh, we're gonna get ready to call it a wrap on that note, man. Uh, we are going to holler at y'all next week, um, and which I know we've been promising y'all some dope fire uh, throwback Thursday content, man. But as long as there's no more <laughs> drama coming out the league, man, we're definitely <laughs> we definitely gonna ramp it up with our content, man, and get some uh, fire episodes in here, man, before the next season starts. Um, summer league's going on right now, man. So we're totally not without basketball. We got the NBA summer league going on. Kay Cunningham and uh, you know Jalen Green coming off of a nasty duel last night, man. Facts. You know, you know what I'm saying? A couple Facts. of posterizations, a couple of guys getting put on ice skates. You know what I'm saying? Shot, <laughs> man. Shot in the face, pause. Yeah, right, for, for the win, that was crazy, bro. Your boy Cooper with the game winner. Yeah, that was crazy. So, 
Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff, man. I'm, I'm I'm actually excited with this rookie class, man. This has been a minute, you know, it's been a minute since we've seen like a rookie class coming out with like, you know, egos and chips on their shoulder, man, and ready to ball, man. I'm actually a little bit excited to see what the young guns is gonna do next season. For real. Because you know, these cats is coming in like, man, like anytime you hear a guy say, I should have been the number one pig, like, whoa, oh, okay, all right, tell me how you really feel, all right. Yeah, Jalen Green bought that, he bought that action, bro. He said, no, nah, I should have been number one, B. <laughs> he, he's with all the smoke, too, bro. Definitely with all the smoke, man. I can respect that, man. We need more cats in the league like that, man. Like, I ain't trying to be buddy-buddy, man, you know, trying trying to, trying to, rip, your, trying to rip your damn head off. <laughs> For real. So... Nonetheless, y'all, we're going to call it a wrap on that note, man, and we will holler at y'all next week with another fresh episode. So, um, obviously, man, COVID's ramping back up, so y'all make sure y'all continue to stay safe, social distance, and um, wherever your stance is on the vaccine, man, make it the proper decision that's best for you and don't let no other people influence it. Yes, sir. So, but we are going to holler at y'all next week, man. Y'all stay safe out there. Alright y'all, peace. Black peace. She wanna see the Forbes like I wanna see her form. Tell me what you for, yeah. Hey, and pay me what I'm owed, yeah.